I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Have yourself a Frasier little Christmas. <laughs> Let your days be Niles. Some now on eggs will all oh, be scrambled. Mavis. Oh, Maris. Maris. Maris, you goon. Sorry, I'm throw myself the window. I ruined it. I ruined a very Frasier Christmas. You ruined it. I did. I did just watch it. I watched it. It was a. It was a Christmas episode. Because I'm back. I'm back on the Frasier facts. You're back on it. Um. It was because I was kind of getting jealous. Yes. So so we should talk about your status as number one tra- Frasier true fan. It's that some people who are considerably more famous on Twitter than me have been tweeting about Frasier. And then people will send me their Frasier tweets. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> You're like, no, no, I know. I know. Of Don't Frasier. you know me? I created Frasier. <laughs> me? Me? Frasier? <laughs> Me, Hester Crane, <laughs> mother of Fraser. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Well, you, the thing, actually, you know, I will say this. I honestly believe that a large portion of the current Fraser zeitgeist is attributable to Fraser facts and to your championing of Fraser. I thank you. I, I hope it's true. Um, There's only so much credit I can take. <laughs> it's a and wonderful that, show. That credit is all of the credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so you're back on your bullshit. I'm back on my bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been doing a little little spurts of Fraser facts. Need to make a bunch of noise. No problem. It's been it's been like three weeks since we recorded. I've forgotten how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am no longer coughing every like three sentences, That's but good. I, I may be coughing at some point later on and I'll be sure to mu- use my mute button, which is hanging up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I was sick. Everyone was sick. We had a Thanksgiving and yeah. then all kinds of things. It's December now. It's December now. It's December. Something's gone wrong. 27 years almost over. I'm sleepy, clearly. <laughs> you're, you're so sleepy because you've been awake the whole year. And now you're going to the... sleep for a whole month. I've been very sleepy all the time lately. And I'm going to blame winter. Yeah. I mean, it's dark at two now. Yeah. Um. Well, my cat woke me up by headbutting me this morning. Oh. As she does. That's kind of similar to how my baby woke me up, so. Yeah. She headbutts me and I go, no. And I roll up, I roll over so she can't get me anymore and bundle myself up in the covers. And then she goes, and walks around and headbutts <laughs> me from the other side. And I go, no. I refuse. And then eventually she'll crawl up on top of me and yeah. I, I relent. Yeah, eventually. With time. Um, the, 
Yeah, I've been I've been tired just as Izzy's been. So um, we've been trying to get her back on a normal sleep schedule, and part of that is you have to you gotta you gotta let them cry it out. I'm sure that's easy and not stressful. Well, here's the thing: is that um, you know it 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 stinks to listen to your baby cry in the middle of the night for 50 minutes. What stinks even more is if at the end of that 50 minutes, you're like, okay, I gotta, like, something's, and you go in there, and your baby has pooped. And so basically, not, not, it didn't, like, get anywhere, but, like, like, in, I should have been in there to help with the poop earlier, but I was trying to do this, and there's essentially no way of, uh, like, uh, if we... She's now at the point where she's, like, strong enough and conscious enough that if we go in to, like, pick her up and comfort her and then put her back down, she's way angrier (laughs) at that point. (laughs) So, um, I guess we'll just, uh, yeah. I I think the thing is I actually have to crack the door open and stick my nose in and see if I can smell a poop. Yeah. But, um. Because cause she's not just, you know, it would be helpful if she was yelling, poop. Yeah, that's as true. Opposed to just going, ah. Maybe that'll be her first word. Well, or like second word. Well, her first word is like in Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got that. Well, she. I think the first word was, uh-oh. <laughs> um, which sounds about right. <laughs> Honey. Oh. Um, and then, uh, well, no, because that's that's what everybody at daycare says when they fall down on their butts. Oh, yeah. It's very adorable. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, tired and yeah, it would be good to have. Well, I was like, you know, I actually, uh, I was like, maybe there's some sort of sensor I could put into her her diaper, and then I was like. A sensor that she would be pooping on on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. the tech isn't there. Yeah, it's it's just not there yet. <laughs> the sensor is your nose, Dad. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Papa. Yeah, that that is what it has to be. But um, but anyway, no things are things are going well. Um, I saw that you were in the news. I was in the news. Yeah, the story about the possum who broke into a liquor store oh, yeah. and drank a whole bottle of bourbon. <laughs> ah, yes. Yes, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> that has always been me. It, as uh, they say, me. me. <laughs> bourbon, even bourbon. Even bourbon. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love these little, like, in the darkest of times, it's fun to hear about things that animals are doing. <laughs> I mean, oh, like that. I poked her in the butt. She didn't <laughs> like it. She's been very sweet, and she's been very cute, and very very full of pep this, this weekend. She's, you know, walking around yelling, and, you know, sometimes cats do the thing where she normally doesn't do it, but where after they poop, they just run around like crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, they're yeah. full of that, like, poop enthusiasm. Well, you know, the, my friend theorizes like since since when they poop, that's like so much of their body weight. They must that's true. once once relieved of it, feel like they can fly. <laughs> <sighs> so she's been doing that, and she's been very cute, and she has no idea that on Tuesday I'm taking her to the vet. Oh, is now does she? How does she feel about the vet? 
she has never, I have never taken her to the vet before. This will be my first experience taking an animal to the vet. Oh. So I'm I'm nervous about it because I'm going to have to take her in a car. I'm going to have to summon a lift and then call the lift person and and say, hey. There will be a cat. (laughs) There will be a cat. Is that okay? And I've got to get her in a carrier. So I, she doesn't know. But you know. (laughs) I know. And I'm already stressed. And she's just being adorable. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I I was thinking I need to take, I should take Hobie to get, like, professionally groomed to get her nails clipped and everything. And there's definitely, like, a moment when I'm walking her there where she realizes that this is not just a long walk. That, like, that there is an end point to this walk. And uh, she gets very sad. I, I actually gave her a bath tonight, so she's very puffy. Um, but... There was a moment when I got the towels out and spread them out on the bed where she clearly was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, pets. Yeah, I've, I, so far, my, my, my greatest betrayal of Emma's trust was when I let people in here to clean. <laughs> and she, well, I originally had a vet appointment scheduled for her for like two days after I had somebody come clean, but I canceled it because I was like, no, that's, that's too it's much too, stress for this yeah, poor kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, kitties. Um, it's December. It's the holiday season now. Have you watched any Hallmark Christmas movies? You know, I haven't. I ha't watched anything really see. I mean, I watched a, a, a Christmas episode of Frasier where yes. Frasier and and his family had to pretend to be Jewish. That's pretty funny. Ah, antics. Uh. Sorry, I just got a text. I have to keep it down because of the baby. <laughs> I uh, actually, I'm going to take one ear earplug out because maybe I'm just like screaming into the mic. Yeah, maybe you're not. You're not mod- You know. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, I need to get the monitor in here. You gotta practice. Uh, you gotta practice. I'm just incredibly tired. For I, I, I don't know. Maybe the vodka I'm drinking <laughs> might have something to do. Um. I've done it. Like, this was a big. Well, was it a big weekend? Did I get a lot done? The house is noticeably cleaner, which is nice. Um, yeah. The dog is noticeably cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I made muffins today. Oh yeah, you made the dill corn dill muffins. Corn and dill muffins mm-hmm. with uh, got sour cream in them as well. Oh, that sounds really good. And I did it because there's sort of a like a baking rivalry between two guys at work, and I did it solely because I want to type. A new challenger has entered the arena, into the work slack. You want and to then... appear wearing the tuxedo mask costume and throw a rose at them and then <laughs> present them with muffins. The rose lands directly in a muffin. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I did download a game. I only played. I only played like barely any of it. Called Battle Chef Brigade. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very beautiful. The art in it is very gorgeous. And uh, it's like match three gaming plus Iron Chef plus orcs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking all of this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I have played about 20 minutes of it, so that's my full review so far as I've played 20 minutes of it. <laughs> um, I watched the first episode of 
uh, godless. The, oh yeah, uh, I heard about that. The 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 lady town, wild west movie thing, which is fine. I've heard so mostly far. critical things about it, and that it's supposed to be about a world of of only ladies, but it's mostly men who are talking. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's like the first episode, which like. Mm-hmm. To a certain degree, I can understand it in terms of that because, like, all oh, I can hear mice in my closet um, because it's just them. Like, it's like outsiders coming to town and talking about the town. But um, yeah, it's it is fine so far. But it's weird to have like the like modern Western ultra ultra violence thing. <laughs> like like 30 guys apparently murdered an entire town of people um which seems excessive but um anyway i mean we will probably watch two more episodes of it and then and then forget completely and forget and not watch any more of it i was i was further along in fraser than i thought i was i'm now in i'm now deep in season six you're in the end game no, I'm in the halfway game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's twelve seasons, right? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Well, when Niles and Daphne hook up, that's <laughs> that's Ragnarok. Yeah. Speaking of, what, did we talk about seeing Ragnarok? I don't think. Did we talk about seeing Ragnarok? Because I saw it. I saw the Ragnarok, and I really liked it. Yeah. And it like. And it does, I, I haven't watched the Infinity War trailer because, as is known yes, fact, I don't watch tra- I don't watch trailers unless I am going to the movies, which meant I did see. Since I did go see Thor Ragnarok in the movie theater, I saw several trailers and they were very exciting, like that Black Panther trailer. Oh boy, I'm excited about that! Oh, and you had not seen that trailer yet. I had seen the teaser trailer and I had seen it about nine times because it was so good. I yeah. kept watching it, <laughs> but no, I had not seen. I, you know, I was like, I was like, maybe. When I'm sad, I'll watch it sometime. But no, I saw it on the big screen. I was like, oh, yes, I want this movie. <laughs> this movie's going to be good. <laughs> I just thought the other day, I was like, after they do Infinity War, they're not done, right? <laughs> That's not like... There's, well, there, there's Avengers 4, and then that is supposed to end the MCU as we know it. That's like closing the chapter of Phase 9 or whatever. <laughs> phase 9. <laughs> all of this stuff like the the full like marvel comic universe like tv and movie thing it's like the marshall plan for bringing industry back to germany like there's the other day i was like trying to fall asleep and and, like one of the things it, it sort of helped me drift into sleep was just trying to count on my fingers how many marvel movies there were i was like i know there's 17 how many? Jesus, really? There's three Iron Mans, three Captain Americas, three Thors. So that's got nine. You've got your Doctor Stranges. Doctor Strange, Ant Man, Ant Man, two Avengers. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my God! There's so many of these fucking movies. Two Avengers. I'm missing. So I'm, I'm missing um. two. One thing that somebody mentioned about Thor Ragnarok is that they were like, we are well and truly into the point where like, you cannot watch these movies without at least having some knowledge. Like, you like, you can't just wander into Thor Ragnarok. I mean, to be fair, you can't like, it's the third in a, you know, 
That's true. <laughs> you wouldn't expect that of any. You know, of that anything. is true. Like, you know, to be like, I just showed up for Return of the Jedi. Who all are these people? <laughs> well, they had, a, they had a crawl in the front that explained things. <laughs> true. That is Man, fair. That's actually, think about the reason why they did that. Because at that period of time, it was very likely that, like, people were going to go see, like, Empire Strikes Back that had missed Star Wars in the theater, and unless, like, a place brought it back to play it before Empire Strikes Back, they were like, well, I guess I'm just coming in. I guess I'm just coming in on number two. There's literally no way for me to watch this movie. I'm just looking at the full list of... of all the the Marvel movies. (laughs) We're deep in in phase three. (laughs) Phase three. Coming up, we got we got Black Panther, we got Infinity War, we got Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Untitled Adventures. Film. Oh, we yeah, have Spider Man, the other Spider Man. I saw the Spider Man; he was very good. I liked the Spider Man a lot. Oh yeah, I I did like there was a uh, image of like confirmed characters in uh, in uh, the Infinity Avengers War. Infinity War, and down at the bottom was Peter Parker's friend Leon, Ned, Ned. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, his 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 chubby friend, and I'm like, oh, uh, it's you know, I hope it's all him. Um, <laughs> oh no, it's, the cough is back. Oh, I mean, it's never fully left. I have that thing where every morning you feel extremely ill, and then throughout the day, you like get better, but just, like laying down for eight hours allows poison to build up in my brain. Um, so. I mean, I get, I go through at least one of these like sickness periods every winter, as as we we all tend to. Yeah, yeah. I haven't hit mine yet. I'm, I've had a couple of like feeling kind of oogie days, but I haven't fallen into the as the oh boy, I'm actually yeah stuff's coming out of me. This like living in New York is essentially like having a fire hose of germs turned on you at all times. So when when your defenses do finally inevitably fall, like I feel like it you you it, it gets pretty like you get hit pretty hard. Yes. I just I just I can't help it. I keep wanting to just lick the subway poles. <laughs> They're delicious. Um uh, we we actually saw a a couple um or we saw some friends today and somebody who has a baby, a 6-month-old, and somebody was talking about they were at one of their friends' houses. And their baby came up, or their like toddler came up to them and just licked their shoe. <laughs> and they were like, that's the worst possible thing you could lick. I remember one time I was on the train. I was just like watching a parent like desperately trying to hold their child back from licking the subway. <laughs> and they're laughing. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, if they lick the pole, they become Spider-Man. Yeah. Not many people know that. I had there was a a thing going around. It was like, what was your favorite film moment in 2017? And uh, well, mine was when I was so excited uh, watching Fate of the Furious that I grabbed onto Jaya Sexina's ankle <laughs> somehow. That's because she had she had her her feet up on the on the seat, and I was like, we were just like constantly like clutching at each other. Yeah, yeah. So I was like holding onto her ankle. But somebody there's there is a point in Spider Man Homecoming where I. Or something happens where I gasped. I sincerely went, 
And so did like everybody else in the theater. And that was wonderful. Yeah, that's very good. That's the stuff where like you like watching like you watching movies at home. You don't get obviously, um, but uh, it's, it's such a nice aspect of watching movies in the theater. Yeah, I was thinking there's like some movies like I want to see The Shape of the Water and I want to see Call Me By Your Name. But I don't necessarily want to go see those in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> like I specific like I would prefer to watch, you know, these you know, romantic kind of sexy movies alone well, in my on my couch. Because there's also the aspect that some people apparently still do the thing that you do when you're like 5 where you just go to a movie cuz it's a movie without like any foreknowledge. <laughs> um, well, I know a bunch, a bunch of people I know who are like in the media world have been talking about how like the Alamo has like the movie pass now where for like $5 a month you can just go and see as many movies really? as you want or whatever or something like that. I don't know the price. I don't live anywhere near the Alamo and I don't like going to the movies that much. Yeah. But you know, if you are, you know, mostly a freelancer and you just like, it's like, I'm just going to go to the movies and see whatever. Yeah. And then if true. I don't like it, I'll leave. <laughs> And then you can go down to the, the like, hall and eat, like, um, udon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But that's... yeah, I like, I like seeing, I like, you know, the, the, the big event movies. Those are fun to see in a crowd. I'll yeah. never, I, uh, seeing a horror movie in a theater is terrible, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, it's, because I lose, I don't like it. I went to see Paranormal Activity in a theater. Mm-hmm. And like people like going, people screaming and gasping and yelling, it made it suck. I didn't enjoy it. Ah, because I'm like I can't be scared when you're yelling next to me. I'm not yeah. having fun. It's, it's not working. It's pulling you out of the moment. Yeah. Whereas um, if I'm like home alone on my couch in the dark, I'm like. Ooh. I like the idea of you going to see the shape of the shape of water, and before the like lights go down when the twenty is finishing up. You like stand up and you're like, "Hey, are you guys gonna be cool? Can you can everybody just be cool about this?" There was there's a moment in Thor Ragnarok where Chris Hemsworth is just gratuitously shirtless. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is so gratuitous that like the entire theater was just tittering. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just giggling because he's just like looking around, confused while being extremely shirtless with his you know extremely ripped body, and everybody's just like. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good um sorry i'm just remembering going to see uh going to see watchmen and when oh boy is the the butt <laughs> well the, the the front there is like full frontal blue male nudity Oh, that as well. I mostly remember there's like a sex scene oh in the boy, yeah, set to hallelujah. <laughs> And there's just like slow motion, full ass thrusting, and like everybody just laughing. And they're just like, it's like hallelujah. And like, well, there's a wee, you know. Not, oh my god! I just remember people just cracking up. But also, when the first time you see Doctor Manhattan, I think either this happened in a showing I was at, or it happened possibly to you, and you've told me this. But um, somebody, some guy was like. You can see his dick. 
<laughs> no, that wasn't me. That would have been wonderful, though. No, I, 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 yeah, I don't remember. I think I mostly tried to delete that movie from my mind. It wasn't very good. It wasn't like I remember. I saw it with a friend. And we like we're, we'll see it and then go out to dinner afterwards and complain about it. Yeah. And then we were like left with disappointingly like we did, we had, we enjoyed it enough that we didn't feel a lot to complain about. But I feel yeah. like if we went back now, we'd complain a lot more. That movie was definitely it showed the dangers of having a really good credit sequence. Oh yeah, because that's the only good part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because then immediately after it, I was like, wait, I was like, oh, I'm getting excited for this movie now. And then I was like. No, no, this is this is just as bad as I was worried it was going to be. Yeah. Um. But uh, oh boy, that was that was rough. Um. So, uh, my main complaint about Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. is there is a scene when um after the Thor and the Hulk have their big fight in an arena, a big space arena. Uh, Thor is then, I don't know, just like, I don't know, sent to the Hulk's rooms. I don't really know what's going on there. And that might be the point where he's gratuitously shirtless, but like the Hulk is like soaking in a bath and then the Hulk gets up and, and Thor is like, Oh, nope. Didn't want to see that. And I'm like, no, I believe that Thor would be, (laughs) he would be like delightful. He'd be like stoked. Well, that, I mean, the thing is, if you see the Hulk nude, you're probably not going to be like. Was the implication that Hulk has a bad penis? It, the implication was that the Thor didn't want to see his penis. Like, I just don't believe that. That doesn't seem like Thor to me. I think Thor would be just just stoked to see another warrior's <laughs> junk wiener in his. Back. But I've also I've also the 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 dialogue in Thor is much more loosey goosey and and funny. And then I went back and watched the first Avengers where everything Thor says sounds like pseudo Shakespearean. And I'm like, mm, not very. Uh, <laughs> the continuity is not. Continuity great. is not very. It makes it makes the fanfic confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that's just like like the whole thing is like oh each of these movies have a different writer but there's like thing and at a certain point they're just like it's been a couple of years yeah <laughs> people aren't going to immediately remember this i suppose like people people realize that crems chris crems hemsworth <laughs> crimbo himbo crems hemsworth yes chris hemsworth is really funny which mm-hmm. is unfair yes to Why? all of us i'm so mad that he's like really good at at improv and just being hilarious wh- while also being the size of a house and beautiful. Yes. One uh, of Eighteen beautiful boys and one moderately sized boy. He's the biggest Chris, I think. I think so. And uh, oh my god, there's a there's clearly a mouse in this closet. Um, they've been doing tons of construction next door. Oh, so, yeah, that makes them all come out. Yeah, not only do we have, like, oh, it's winter time and they're coming into the inhabited apartment. It's like Ralph Mouse in there. He's, like, doing backflips. Healy! Do you think that... I feel like a big evolutionary problem that mice have is that they shit everywhere. And so, like, it's very obvious when you have a mouse. Well, what... 
I feel like they should learn to hold it. And then it would take a while to figure out you had a mouse. I think only the only people who care about, I don't know, about mouse poop are like humans. And I would say that humans are not like the primary mouse predator. Do you think? I mean, our dog doesn't seem to be very interested. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh... our dog has the relationship with mice that like the big bulldog in Tom and Jerry has with <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Where like a couple moments ago, she like ran over to the closet to like because she like knew something was up, and then I think she was like, "Oh, it's a mouse." <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know about Emma. She's a killer. Yeah, I should. Just, well, I couldn't borrow Emma because I have Kobe. Um, yeah, and yeah, Emma would not hunt; she would hide. <laughs> There's like a. <laughs> this is a real goose and fox and bag of corn problem. <laughs> Ends up with me just holding the baby and <laughs> the cats. The do- a mouse is on top of the dog's head. Uh, this is the plot of the napping room or the napping house. Oh my gosh! Can you hold on for a minute? Sure. Because I uh, usually when I when I tell you to hold on, it's because I need another drink. But this is because I was napping until about five minutes before we started recording, and I forgot to go to the bathroom before we started recording. Okay. Now I need to pee really bad. Okay. <laughs> Be right back. Time for a slide whistle. <sighs> wow, our timing was really good. Did you also leave to do? I something? well, I went to turn on the light in the closet to try and let the mouse Spook know out. that that I, I'm on to him. <laughs> um, but then I sat down and put my earbuds in. Literally, when you went, <sighs> I'm drinking a uh, a cucumber vodka. Hmm, how is it? With tonic. It's quite delicious and refreshing. Um I uh, I'm drinking a like a stout cuz it's the type of year that that's all I want, but also cuz I've been sick, I just haven't wanted any alcohol at all. It makes sense. I pretty much only wanted tea. Yeah. Um so so that's still that's still ongoing. So it's now like drinking a beer is like a 3-hour ordeal for me. <laughs> Aww. I'm poking her nose. That's why. She... <laughs> well, you know, I'm just bothering her. Well, you know, the the easiest way to pet a cat is to just hold your point your finger at them, and they will eventually rub their gums on you. They'll just poke. They'll just poke themselves in the face. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you may, don't, yeah. Don't make me laugh. Don't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There will be no. Just be extremely banal. We'll just, we'll just have some some nice sleepy chatter. <laughs> oh God, you poor thing. It's okay. It's um. Oh God. It's, Wash it down with a little bit of stout. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, we'll see. If you just hear gurgling and coughing. No, that went okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, it's a good. It was a good drinking noise. It, was, it sounded satisfying. Ooh. Sorry. No, no, sincere, <laughs> sincere. 
<laughs> That's what everyone's <laughs> tuning in for. <laughs> Coughing, drinking noises, Ah, uh, <sighs> uh, We do it all for you listeners. You going to make it, buddy? I... <laughs> yeah, eventually. Um, uh, books? Uh, so I... <laughs> I did read a romance novel hmm. recently. Do you tell? Well, well it was, uh, it's, 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 uh, you know, it, I was tired and I thought maybe I'll lie down and take a nap. But instead I just sat down and read the entirety of a romance novel. Okay. And it was set in 1830s New York. And there's a thing when I, because I read like exclusively historical romance novels. Yeah. And there's always a thing where I'm like, uh, you know, I'm always like, mm, the food in this sounds good. And I'm like, no, you know it wasn't. You've watched every episode of Supersizers 14,000 times. You're like, mmm, ale and a pie. But, you know, the pie is made of, like, lungs and wallpaper. It's not good. It's like, mmm, mm, beef and potatoes. It's like, yeah, it's like... like it's the, horse. It's, it's horse. Like, it's like beef ankle. You know, it's not... It's not good. They, uh... Before like before they actually passed laws about milk quality, milk in New York City was mostly like plaster and water. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's you could, sorry, you could probably trust the ale. Yeah, probably. But everything else, um, I feel like there's a real like. We, have we talked about like bread? That like. At least it's I, some sometimes historically like millstones to grind um, grain were you know they were stone so you'd end up with gravel in the bread so everyone's teeth were like worn down <laughs> from eating bread with gravel in it <laughs> and then and then of course nobody brushed their teeth yes yeah oh man that's the real yeah that's something I have I have to try not to think too hard about when I read my historical romances is hygiene like at what there has to be like a tooth event horizon at some point here <laughs> i'm all, i just have, i just have to tell myself about that that wonderful scene pride and prejudice when colin firth is in a big copper bath and then a man is pulling hot water on him from a big copper pitcher and so there's cleanliness exists somewhere yeah apparently one of the big reasons why so before uh before europeans came to the americas uh the americas were actually more populous than europe and the big reason why was that people bathed every day like native americans like actually took baths and so like disease did not run terribly rampant uh yeah (laughs) and like man us europeans we we really we really hung on to not bathing i mean i haven't showered since (laughs) thursday well you're also not performing surgery on people i also do wash my hands after every time i yes god that was actually something i thought about earlier today think about like the 70s and people using the bathroom do you think people didn't wash their hands in the seventies? I'm starting to wonder because I feel like there was a there's been a very big push. I feel like it's like like drunk driving maybe, where like 
in the seventies, drunk driving didn't really ex- like. I mean, obviously it existed, but like people did not think of that as like a bad thing. As a crime? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it's it, so like who knows? Who knows what they did in the seventies in the bathroom? Yeah, I have had some some friends who will remain nameless. Who have who I have have come over to my apartment and I've had to yell at them to wash their hands after they used the bathroom. Oh boy, these, these were boys. My dream is to have the bathroom from Gattaca, where after you leave it, flames. And again, once once again, Gattaca film that I haven't seen, and yet you know Gattaca. all the you know all the bath the bathroom stories only because you've talked about it, and then <laughs> my friend. In, uh, in in high school or college he told me about like he told me that the plot of Gattaca was very circular like it, it it's end at the same place where it starts or something like that and so whenever something in conversation uh, was circular we'd like draw a circle with our finger in the air and go mm, Gattaca I don't actually think it's circular I think it ends <laughs> with a guy going to the moon <laughs> and then, uh, but it, and even then I've thought like when not talking to this friend, like when if a conversation like circles back around, I have thought of going drawing a circle in the air with my finger and going, mm, we Gattaca. And then realizing that will make sense to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized so I saw Gattaca once when I was like maybe twelve and I remember a fair amount of like like actual like scenes and stuff from Gattaca where I don't remember anything that happened in like, I don't remember the plot of Thor 2. Well, I don't remember the plot of Thor 2 either. <laughs> like, is that an age thing, or... Well, Gattaca, it was probably, like, the first time you saw something like that. That's true. I mean, like, neo-futuristic noir stuff. It's not, like, an enormous genre in and of itself. Um. Yeah, 1997. Adds up. <laughs> Story checks out. <laughs> you did see Gattaca. <laughs> when you were like 12. <laughs> the historical movie phone. Where history <laughs> comes to life. Um, Aquid reference. Aquid reference. Um, I've been listening to, to audiobooks. And I went through a period of time, which I think I've done with, where I was just trying to listen to a lot of self-help audiobooks <laughs> while knitting. And, uh, man, self-help books are rough. Um, because, like, chapter one is, like, a general overview of everything. (laughs) I'm fine. I was just moving my my table because I decided I wanted to sit on the floor. Ah, okay. And then chapter two is what's wrong with you. (laughs) Like, how you are bad. And, like, I don't think I've ever made it past chapter two in a self-help book. I've never made it to, like, now you're good. We fixed you. Well, then there's there's your problem. <laughs> I, uh, I have a friend um, that I went to college with who worked with Tony Robbins for uh. years and years. And now he has started his own life coaching business. Uh. This, this is a guy that I was, like, in love with in college. Like, I had I had strong feelings towards him. And there was, and now he's a life coach. <laughs> well, 
Well, I guess he's got his stuff. I mean, think about it this way. Like, he learned from the best. I guess, yeah. Like, um, so I the people that I saw today uh, were a lot of people that I knew from from college, and um, I oh, no. I hadn't seen them in in years, which is like our fault. But um, I had this realization where like we're getting up towards big chill age i've never seen the big chill i haven't seen that i've only seen bits and pieces of the big chill but i know that the big chill is um like it's 15 years after these people went to college so we're definitely like getting towards big chill age I know that the soundtrack for the Big Chill was was good. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I also think that everybody in the Big Chill had better jobs than people of oh, our generation well, do. Or obviously, yeah, they all had like kids and houses <laughs> yeah. and stuff. You know, <laughs> the Big Chill for like millennials is it's just they're just doing the same stuff. Yeah, it's like well, <laughs> still entry level. <laughs> How's your debt? <laughs> and then they play like like sugar ray <laughs> <laughs> i there is an artist called fever ray and <laughs> and literally every time anybody talks about fever ray i think and it's been years years since i found out that fever ray exists and literally every time somebody mentions fever ray i think they're talking about sugar ray and um, i don't think this is gonna change <laughs> For years, for the first like four years that Thirty Rock existed, every time somebody mentioned it, I thought Third Rock from the Sun was still on, and that it had gotten like really good in its later seasons. <laughs> and you're like, wow, wow, people, people are really into Thirty Third Rock I now. I didn't know Alex Baldwin was on Third Rock from the Sun, but I guess it makes sense. I was about to say that he was, but I think it's, it, it was Shatner was on Probably. Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, the chat. Mm-hmm. And also John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Who has a, an upcoming we've, one-man show. If we've never talked about John Lithgow's yeah. Poetry Corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, well, the thing is, is that I got really into John Lithgow, and then I found out that he's in Daddy's Home too, with, like, two horrible racists. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well, that that's rough. <laughs> um. John, why did you have to do that? But um, he has an upcoming one-man show where he like portrays Winston Churchill and a bunch of other like like characters from fiction and nonfiction. Um, and man, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. Isn't there? Wasn't there also like a, an intimate evening of poetry with John yes, Lithgow? There is. There is an audio book. I think that I'm sure he reads some of the poems, but it's also like other people's, like other people reading it. Other um, people reading his poems. Yes. John Lithgow's <laughs> verse, Book of Bo- Lithgow Palooza Readers? What the f- what? Um, sorry, I'm, uh, I, I actually just pulled up the Brooklyn Library website because I wanted to see if I could find the John Lithgow. And would you agree with Lithgow Palooza? Yeah. Holy shit. Um I guess oh yeah, Poets Corner. Um 
I, you know, I shouldn't be surprised that he does a lot of like voice book voice work. <laughs> like he's got that voice. He's got a certain timber. Mm-hmm. A timber. Sorry. My cat is headbutting me again. Oh, she's climbing up on my back. Oh. Well, you're on the floor now. So. Yeah, I think I've never sat on the floor while she. This is the first time in her life I've sat on the floor, and I think she doesn't know how to handle it. Um. <laughs> now she's climbing up on me. Oh, there she goes. Yep. Oh. No, she's so basically, you've lost your position in the hierarchy by sitting on the floor. She's very well. Whenever it's it's whenever I'm like sitting up from out out. Yep, there she goes. Um, when when I when I sit up, like I'm about to get up, and I'm like looking at my computer. She take like I'm like I'm definitely about to stand up. That's when she thinks it's the perfect time to like try to crawl onto my lap and. Well, I don't. I think that she's doing that because she wants to keep you from standing up. Yeah, and now, oh yeah, climbing onto my chest, claws in my chest. She can't. Oh, there she goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do I sound muffled now? Are you now using a cat as a pop filter? Yes, I am. <laughs> and now her asshole is directly in my face. Man, that's that's one rough thing about cats, huh? <laughs> yep. Oh God. <laughs> My sternum, my xiphoid process. Um, oh, hello, asshole. <laughs> okay. Hello, asshole, my old friend. You, I've come to come, look at you again. Come to fart on me again. Oh, does she fart on you? No, she's. I. She has never. I. She has never. I'm sure she farts because everybody farts, but she, she has never cut it. one that. She's not very smelly. Occasionally, she'll she'll drop a doozer that's real, that's real stinky. Rough. Yeah, but most of the time, she's a she's a clean kitty. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she's just very con- she's just very confused that I'm sitting on the floor, and now I've got my college friends life coaching page open. Ah, mm. oh, man, I don't like. Uh, I'm, I'm, the thing is with that is that's like, it feels very much that the sort of people that life coaching work for are the sort of people who become life coaches. Yeah. So like, I don't necessarily, but who knows, maybe, maybe I do good with some, a, a touch of the old life well, he's, coaching. He's, he's got a podcast. If you want to listen to the spiritual business school podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hard pass uh, <laughs> the thing I remember the, my, my fondest memory of uh, this this fella is when it was my freshman year of college and he was doing the Atkins diet and he burst into our, our dorm suite Kramer style and declared I haven't pooped in six days <laughs> anyway he's a life coach now <laughs> incredible um <laughs> yeah that is that is definitely the the weirdness of people that you went to college with i mean like, i have not stayed friends with anybody i went to college with i mean we're like facebook friends but like it's like oh here there you are with your two kids i remember drinking like schnapps with you or i remember getting like hi at your 
dorm room. Um, now you have a kid or far. One thing is having gone to school in Canada a bunch of times I'll like look on Instagram and it's like, oh, you're releasing your fifth album. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're doing incredibly well. Like, because you, Cause you have a social support system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Oh, it's like, I'm trying to figure out if we can afford health care next year. <laughs> there we go. I got some health care right here. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot of healthcare. Yeah. That's a good six ounces of healthcare. <laughs> um well, it's, it's my it's my wine that I got a Cyber Monday deal on. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was like I had a I got a little message from the app minibar that was twenty percent off Cyber Monday deal. And so I got a five liter bottle. I, I ordered Franzia, but the liquor store was like, we're out of Franzia. We're going to give you another five liter box. And I was like, excellent. So, yeah, that is what I'm enjoying after my uh, nice. cucumber vodka. Um, is a uh, drink, drink up. The world's about to end. Yeah. Oh, boy. I think that I tweeted this, but like. Have yourself a merry little Christmas is going to be extra bleak this year. My uh, my mind is blanking on the lyrics to that. It's the one that's have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be our last. Oh, because <laughs> it was written during World War One. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but oh yeah. All right, though. I got you. You'll probably get your Christmas present in the mail in the next couple of days. Ooh! Now, is it something that we've ever talked about? It's a, it's related to a thing we have talked about. Because I I had this flash of inspiration of what it might be, but of course I'm not going to say. Um, no, do say. I want you to say. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. No, it's 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 not. No, it's it's. I don't think it is what you. Okay. But I want you. I, okay, you, is it is it the the dream daddy baseball tee? It is not that. Okay, then then I will definitely be surprised. You will be, and I think you're going to be delighted. It is <laughs> it is a shirt. You know, okay. I did sort of give that away by asking yes. you what size shirt do you wear. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just imagining like a five year plan where you like find out what size shirt somebody is one year but get them something else but then get them a shirt next year but that year ask them about like their pant size <laughs> i decided to get off the floor <laughs> you know what you should get uh for podcasting purposes a desk <laughs> well in i was gonna say a uh, a baby's high chair <laughs> it, it's honestly been the, it's been the best solution i've ever used now you hear that horrible noise? Yes. That's my computer. Ooh. Here's how I fix it. I spank my computer until it stops. Isn't that the fan? Yeah. <laughs> this, this is gonna be this this episode is for the true fans. 
They've missed us. Yeah. Um, I think I think your scarf is done. It is 58 inches long. I mean, if you want to make it taller than me, you just got to do four more inches. Well, the thing... Three more inches, even. The thing is, is that, like, I've been measuring it on my neck, and it was it was still a little too short, and then Kristen measured it on her neck, and, like, it was, like, long enough, and I don't... It apparently, it is bad form to give somebody a scarf that is longer than them, because it is it becomes difficult, or, like, it becomes unwieldy. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I demand I demand a uh, a scarf that is exactly as long as me. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> so um, sixty two and and a quarter one quarter inch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. But oh man, I'm gonna see my nephew at Christmas, and he's gonna be taller than me. Yeah. Um, are you, are you, uh, are you pumped? Yeah, I'm pumped to see those kiddos. Pumped to have some Christmas. Oh, boy. In Florida. Yeah, the, the, the good warm Christmas. That's where I've been the past many, many years. Yeah. We're going down to, to, to North Carolina. And, uh, I, we still have to figure out driving and everything, but, um. Yeah. What we will be doing is loading a lot of YouTube videos onto mm-hmm. something to so that Izzy just doesn't scream for eight solid hours. Yeah, uh, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, yeah, I, I want you to try out the gorillas videos on her because. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been through. They might be giants videos, which she likes a lot, and then this super simple songs thing, which is like a company in Canada that is like the number one YouTube channel in Canada, apparently. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah. So. Well, uh, according to an expert that was at my work, it's not, it's not the, the quantity of screen time that your child has. It's the, qual- it's the quality. I've been trying to like, also like we're watching these like songs and I've been trying to like sing along with her and like engage with her with them. Um, we've been doing we've been doing a lot of it because we've been incredibly ill. Yeah. <laughs> and so like it has been difficult to uh, to engage. Do many activities. Much. Yeah, yeah. And it's cold uh, out. Oh man! But today we went to the park. We met up with with these friends in the park, and they their baby is six months old, so he's he's a bean. He was sleeping the whole time, but Izzy and I, she was just chasing me while I kept saying, are, are you going to get me? Are you going to get me? And she was laughing so hard she'd fall down and would be a- unable to stand back up. <sighs> That's good shit, man. <laughs> it's so good it's killed you. Do you, <laughs> do you, should we maybe just do a, a short one tonight? <laughs> maybe. You're dying. Oh, man. It's it's just that like I like I don't talk very much through my normal week, and so, uh, so when the cough was bad, I could I was literally like every third sentence I'd start coughing. Oh, but, um, oh man! But um, yeah, I was just gonna tell you about Shenmue. Oh no no no! Hit me. 
Well, I watched uh, Shenmue is is a game that came out for the Dreamcast in like 1999 or 2000. So I can tell you're already like, yeah, give me this. And it's about a man named Ryo Hazuki, who's he's in Japan in 1986, and his father is murdered, and he's on a quest for revenge. Okay. But the thing about the game, and I watched a playthrough of it done by a super great friend, who's one of my favorite Let's Players, who's very droll and calm, and he doesn't show his face, so he's just he's sort of the opposite of a lot of Let's Players. <laughs> And the thing about Shenmue is it's it's very day to day. Like you spend each day in not in real time, but in semi real time. Uh-huh. Like you wake up in the morning and you go out to town, and then you have to you know like almost all of the game. Like it's it's theoretically like a karate adventure, where where you occasionally fight dudes with your karate, but mostly it's like. Every single person in town has voice acting, and they're and every single person in town's you know clip they say when you talk to them changes after every single plot point. Wow! So that's why it's on like four discs. Because <laughs> it's like there's just a part where Rio is. Well, what's really wild is like uh, it's it's got kind of that real shoddy. Um, stilted, you know, early 2000s video game voice acting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but everybody nails the Japanese pronunciation. They're all, you know, English-speaking people, but they all nail the Japanese pronunciation of words <laughs> completely, which I was like, what the fuck? Like, they're like, oh, hello. Yes, I will be going to Sakuragaoka <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yes, Hukusan. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that the main character's name is Leo, which like I can't even get the Japanese R sound right all the time. But everybody, even the you know the, the child characters, it. I'm like Leo-san, Leo-san. I'm like what? So it's like it's this combination of very not good voice acting with perfect Japanese pronunciation, <laughs> and there's just like you can like you can't. Like, you have to find a lot of ways to kill time. So it's like, I will go to the arcade and play arcade games in real time. Or I will buy a bunch of capsule toys. And then there's a whole long section where you get a part-time job as a forklift operator. And it's days upon days of that is just the game. As you pick up boxes with a forklift and take them from one place to another. And then occasionally karate fights. And this is like, I was like, I'd always heard of that Shinmu. It was like this cult classic game, and like everybody was obsessed with it. And I was just like, really? This? I don't know. It sounds it. pretty good. No, no. I thought it was, <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> I, I just love the idea of like one extremely dedicated dialogue coach that like doesn't really care about inflection. <laughs> well, I, I, I had to find out, and I found out that the, um, the director insisted that all of the recording be done within Japan. So it was them finding English-speaking people living in Japan. Ah, okay. So those are the kind of people who would know how to say, you know, Yokosuka. Yeah. And stuff like that. Uh, that's awesome. So yeah, that, that's, that was has been most of my... Other than, like, reading Thor fanfic. <laughs> Magnificent. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I've just been trying to listen to spooky story audiobooks. I'm proud of you for listening to spooky stories. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that it's also like, I kind of wish to talk to somebody else who listens to, to somebody who listens to spooky story story things because i can't tell like i might be listening to like scooty puff jr <laughs> like not very scary scary stories well, um, i mean if you like them it doesn't matter that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah i don't want to get into the like the ghost pepper hot sauce of, <laughs> of scary stories. ghost pepper well, I'm, like, I'm never like like terrified i'll i'll get the i'll get the good creepy chills you get you get get a little spooked although i will say like having a lifestyle where sometimes i'm just awake at two in the morning uh that that is when things come back (laughs) 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 i hope there aren't any ghosts around and you don't have a cat to protect you right now my cat is don't lick the air conditioner. <laughs> ah, the great protector. Well, one time there was a mouse in that air conditioner. Really? Oh, there was that, like, the air conditioner. I watched a mouse climb up. It, I was, like, sitting on my couches. It's Right now it's it's out, and it's it's on the floor. It's not in anything, and it's yeah. kind of in pieces. But I watched a mouse climb, hop up, climb up the um, the cord, and climb inside of it and I, while it was on. And I was like... What do, what do I do? <laughs> Mouse just clicked. I was like, "Oh God, don't lay your eggs in there." Was there just like a like a like a loud sound and a splatter of blood flew out the no, other side? No, it eventually came out, and once it did, I like duct taped it. Shut. <laughs> Please don't do this again. Please don't do this again. I don't. I don't know what could happen, but nothing good. Why are you? Don't do that. <laughs> So I was wondering if she was sniffing the, the ancient ancient mouse smell from years ago. God only mm. knows. But now she's peering out the window. Ah. Oh, kitties. All right, we're, let's let's make this a short one. Yeah. You're, you're coughing. <laughs> Thank you. We're doing what we're easing back into it. Yeah, we're only gonna you come. Don't... We're gonna. Gonna, only gonna get a couple more of these in 2017. So yeah. you can't you can't run a marathon, you know, after no. after sitting on the couch for a little bit. Yes, this is this is couch 5K, and we're yeah, in the yeah. uh... <laughs> we're in the ambling <laughs> section. <laughs> so yeah. everybody is peacefully asleep now. Oh, oh, the listeners, yeah. Yes, the listeners. Um, if you want to confess to any crimes, this would probably be the time. <laughs> Torrenting? Yeah, I mean, that's like original sin at this point. Yeah, I wanted to torrent Thor Ragnarok because I want to see it again, but I don't really. I want to see it again on my couch in my pajamas, but there's no, there's no really good. Yeah, yeah. The good torrents aren't out there yet. <laughs> um. So that's my confession to intent to commit a crime that I did not commit. <laughs> You just couldn't be bothered to commit the crime. I was too lazy to commit a crime. Could not. I didn't make that click. <laughs> um, the quality wasn't there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And we'll, I love we'll probably you. see each other next week. 
We actually have to talk about Friday if you're available. What are we doing on Friday? Because I have off the next couple of Fridays. Oh, right. Yeah. We could meet up and actually exchange Christmas gifts. Well, your kids. I will wear my Christmas gift and then (laughs) I will bring your Christmas gift and also your New York Times profile. Oh, don't don't worry. I I I got it. I got the. Uh... Oh, we didn't even talk about that, but we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was in, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Whitney was in the New York Times. Bye. I was in the New York. I was in the New York Times. No big deal. Thirty under thirty media luminary Whitney Reynolds. Who's thirty five? It's my crime. I I extremely misrepresented myself to the New York Times. You're like I'm twenty. <laughs> although although the friend who wrote about me in the New York Times was a thirty under thirty. Oh. Yeah. Nice. So that it's like transitive property. Yeah. I'm one of the 35 who are 35. <laughs> There's only 35 of you. <laughs> Man, that that's definitely a why. Well, actually, it wouldn't be 35. It would be like 16, and they would be called the 16, and it would be a why, uh, post-apocalyptic YA novel about yeah. the 16, 16-year-olds. Yeah. Um. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, let's let's rest up. Yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll do a better job next week. Okay. <laughs> bye. Love you. Bye. They're calling again.